Welcome to Spiritually Clatch It. It's a safe place for the real ones to relate. We woke, but with the shits. The epitome of classy, bougie, and ratchet. We pray, turn up, focus on self-care, and more. Living in luxury and abundance, connecting with our soul tribe. This is Spiritually Clatch It, the podcast. Okay, everybody, welcome back. Hey. Welcome in. Hello. You've made it to Spiritually Clatch It. How you doing? What's up? (laughs) What's up? (laughs) (laughs) I know what you did last summer. (laughs) You made me think of that old, what was that scary movie? What are you waiting for? When it was trending, the what's up? What's up? Yeah. But I'm like, it was like the parody of all those movies, so yeah. But um, how y'all feeling, Pootie? I'm gonna start with you. What is new, boo? Oh, just trying to enjoy, enjoy these last few days of summer break before my kids go back to school. <laughs> you said trying to enjoy them or waiting for them to expire. Both <laughs> <laughs> enjoying them because I know they will soon expire, <laughs> and I can have the day to myself again. Yeah, go to school. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Right but I do want to make it worthwhile for them, so it's not like a drag for them to start school. So just trying to find some stuff to do. One more fun thing. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, MJ? What's new? Um. Nothing much, really. Still trying to purge my closet. Oh. Oh. Yeah. How, how's that going? Did you, <laughs> did you, did you start the process? I did. I actually started the process. Because I'm like, you're trying to be like a lot of I, mental at first. <laughs> that, yes. Mentally, I've been working on this 30 day straight. Yeah. It's and been then a while. I actually started, you know. When and you I did was, have the knee injuries. Right. Though. When yeah. I was down. And that's when I started. So I gave away 10 bags already. Girl, I wish. Nice. I'm still working on <laughs> some more. Dang. Yeah. More? Mm-hmm. Why? Because my closet keep on falling. Hmm. And that's a telltale sign. No, bitch, you got a little bit more to give. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you got just a little bit more to give. You're not done yet. Hmm. So. I wish that on my worst enemy. That has happened to me twice in life. Oh, no. It got to the point where I regularly get rid of things because I realize how easy it is to accumulate. I like things, and, you know, certain things for me represent a status, a memory, or whatever, but I have to realize those are just things. If I lost everything in a fire, I'd be able to rebuild, and I kind of just got used to thinking that me getting rid of these things was making way for other things to come through and not even necessarily material but space for ideas to flow creativity whatever mm, good thoughts so yeah i mean it was something i looked up online because i was trying to figure out like literally what to do because i know i'm not like a hoarder but i like to keep things i do right. i like to you these like are my things you consider yourself you know? sentimental i am for sure so yeah i yeah. feel you so, how's the closet oh, girl. thing going? Like, still midway? Or how much more do you feel like you might have to I mean, at this it? point, I feel like I'm also in the process of upgrading my wardrobe a little bit. So, yeah. So, some so of those things. So, it's time to kind of purge certain things. And every couple of years, like I kind of decide, oh, I want to change my style just a little bit. Yeah. So, I'm doing that in the process. But it's like. 
yeah like i've finally separated just all of this summer clothes and just put them on an outside rack and it's like why do you have this many summer clothes like where are you going especially when you know you be in the house and the things that you know like these are key pieces yes like whether it's summer or not, not i might be Miami able to get every it. weekend yeah. i'm not going to you know some fancy dinner i'm not like you can't talk to me. Where don't, am I wearing these clothes? Don't to? look at me because I can't nod in that. I'm just like, keep <laughs> so, it all. so, so, so for me, like, and a lot of stuff I've accumulated just recently, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna keep this anyway. Yeah, <laughs> like just cause. Yeah. Well, recently, of course, give it some life. You know. But like, even like going to Miami, a lot of the stuff, if my pieces are quality pieces, those are the ones Absolutely. that I pay attention to. I will go to fucking Rainbow and get two little Miami outfits. I'll order a little Amazon, whatever, and then just add the jewelry, the shoes, the bag, the whatever to like right. elevate it like and throw that shit away or give it away because I'm going to want to shop every summer. Yeah. Now, the beautiful floral length custom $120 whatever maxi dress, okay, that's going to be different. The That's going to stay. I'm going to get a couple of more wears out of that or whatever it is. Yeah. So that makes sense. So, but I'm just leveling up the closet in yeah. general. Yeah. So, I'm excited about it, but I'm definitely dreadful about it. Because it just means, like, you know, I know it's a part of my life that I need to change. Mm. It's a lot of other things that I need to get rid of. So, it's like, if you can be consistent rolling. and stick with this, then you can be consistent and stick with other things that need to change. Woo! Okay, self-growth. Yeah. Evolution. Anything from you? No, no. <laughs> yes, something over here. Um, only thing new at me is just about to get ready to go somewhere again. But this is going to be kind of shorter and more chill. I got a family reunion in Savannah this weekend coming up. And I don't know. The family that I know, this is my dad's side of my family, the family that I know in the immediate reach. They're pretty cool. We have fun. The ones that are closer to me, super fun. Favorite cousins, you know. Um, the other family, it's interesting to see who will show up and, you know, who I'll meet new this time. I remember last time we had a family reunion, I met a cousin. And she was, like, different than me, but she was my same age. She was, like, the fast cousin. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> This this oh this what you want <laughs> and I remember thinking like this is who my family thinks I am oh. like how they treat how they uh, responded to me with certain things mm -hmm. or like had that kind of accusatory manner with me with certain things like it was like y'all think I'm her oh, oh wow man. I'm not her and she was like aggressively like sexual to be like 14 or however oh old we were. Oh, wow. 15, 16. Yikers. It was like crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyway, now that I'm 30 something, um, how am I? 34. Now that I'm 34, I'm interested to see who I might meet or talk to or what new type of memories could be made because this is literally like 15 years later. Wow. So, or something like that. So like, yeah, I'm excited. Yay. But anyway, let's get the show rolling, starting with the word. What is the word of the day? It is obsequious. <laughs> <laughs> 
Obsequious is spelled O-B-S-E-Q-U-I-O-U-S. Obsequious is an adjective and it means obedient or attentive to an excessive or servile degree. Okay. And if that does not make sense to you, it's like overdone flattery. Well, in some senses that could be seen as insincere because it's so overdone. Obedient also. Right. That's the first style. So it also might be like attempting to win favor from influential people for, by flattery is another definition. Influential. Yeah. So like obedient. My first thought was like a cult leader or a religious leader, how they have people who have this level of obsequious behavior to them. Uh-huh. It's almost in a subservient way, but they're willing to yeah, do it. Absolutely. It's definitely in an obedient way because yep. they're willing to do it. But it's not... Boot-licking. That's it's excessive to the degree... But that's what the cult leaders and the... You know, I've been watching these type of documentaries all the time. That's what they want. Right. They want people who do that. So. Yes, it's weak as fuck. But my so, anyway, my sense <laughs> you could tell when a chick is obsequious and she be trying to overdo it with her man or a man in general. Oh man, mm. obsequious. Go, puppy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but did he like his women like that? Yeah, honestly, he does. He told Cassie to shave her head like in the middle of an event. She went or like a party or something. I think it was Lil Jock who said he was in the room when he was there when it happened. And it was like next moments later, she came back with half her head shaved off. And it was also like, you know, you should do that. Like you look fly as fuck, you know, if you just. And it was like very in an obsequious manner that she went to go shave her head off. Yeah. So that's like codependency. That is, that is like cult leader, religious leader, celebrity, people super duper pleaser. superstar. Oh, no. But I mean, even the people who would be in that place. Because this, I'm looking at excessive. Like, I'm looking at all the things that would quantify it being specifically obsequious. Obedient mm. and excessive. That is driven by a different machine than just like... My kids better be obsequious to me today or they nanny or whatever when I leave, you know. Yeah. That's different. I feel like it's a level of servitude and like, you know. Mm. But yeah, that's the word. So say it with your chest. Use it it with with your your friends. friends. All right. And now it's time for the tea and the dish. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to make a kettle sound. (laughs) Bubble, bubble, bro, bu- double, double, toil and trouble. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, so I'm going to start off on a really high note. Um, the California State, I believe it was the Senate there. Yeah. Um, voted to return Bruce's Beach, which is a property that was stolen from black owners during the yeah. Jim Crow era. Mm. they voted to return that. So the story goes, um, Charles and Willa Bruce, a couple, black couple, bought a beachfront plot of land for about $1,000 in 1912. And they built 
a welcoming resort catering to black people. It was a lodge. It was a cafe. It was a dance hall on the property. It was like, you know, legit. a resort, like a literal legitimate resort, resort in that time. And it was a refuge for black beachgoers because they knew it was a safe place to go be with people who are similar and enjoy their time on the beach. And this was in Southern California. But the couple were harassed and threatened by white neighbors and members of the Ku Klux thing. And um, by 1924, city officials condemned their property. So basically, they harassed it and turned something that was beautiful and shiny into, you know, weeds and roaches and whatever. Like, they condemned it and then basically flushed them out and robbed them of their land. They forced them to sell for significantly less than they paid for it. So basically a total loss. Wow. And what they, because, you know, in 1912, $1,000, that was like... They had money. <laughs> that was a lot of money. It was rich, rich. Wow. Like a quarter million dollars a problem mm -hmm. or something like that. So basically they were pushed out and... They took over the land and said that they were going to, and they used the, the, the law or the idea of, um, I forgot what they called it. They used some like loophole law that wasn't really a law, but that's the reason they gave for pushing these people out. And over this time, they didn't build anything that they said they were going to build. It was, it's a small little memorial like headstone saying this is what this is slash was and this is a park but it's now just a public beach and the property now is worth um like 120 million dollars or something crazy like that <laughs> um they just do us any kind of way but it's okay the state is hoping to rectify that law because um, the Senate of the Bill 796, which returned the land directly to the descendants of Will and Charles. So they signed a law that transferred the ownership of the parcel to their four remaining descendants. And by the time the ink dries, it will be back their land, their property for however much that is. And that's all that will for them to now build on, do whatever they want, you know, as long as it's in whatever the other codes are that's in the area, but they got it back. And that's a huge triumph because there's so many times that we've been robbed and so many times that things have been taken for us and we don't get it back. My family has a story very similar to that about some land that had oil on it in in the country, the Gulf where they're where they're drilling and where BP is right now in the Gulf of Mexico near Mississippi, Louisiana, Alabama, that part. We had lands somewhere close to there or not far off that had oil. And the developers, whoever it was, they knew where it was. They knew whatever. We didn't know. The family didn't know. And this was around that same time, 1912, like very early on, where when we were first starting to acquire things, like we finally are no longer slaves and we finally have started businesses of our own and this and that we have property and land of our own and now you're trying to force us out of it because of some loophole law or something that you're making up or the Ku Klux Klan or whatever comes and terrorizes us and it's lost forever 
Right. So my question would be is now that they're going to acquire this land, what is attached to the land? It's a beach. It's literally. No, I'm saying from a legal standpoint, is it non-paying taxes? Was it public beach? Is it, you know, like stuff like that? Are they going to acquire some real fucked up type of shit? Now they, you see what I'm saying? Well, as of right now, they're still, it's not, nothing is final. They're still, they just have passed the law that said that this is. Theirs. Yes, and what you did was wrong and whatever. They passed it. So now it's a matter of enforcing it. Now what they have to deal with on the other side of the red tape is something completely different. I don't know that. No. Yucky. Yuck. Mm-hmm. But no, let's not let the, the good part You're right. Yay. Because that's <laughs> definitely like... It does deserve an applause. It can't it hang up on the other. Yeah. Because that is... It's a, a blessing. It's, it's a, a blessing, blessing for is, that family. And it's acknowledgement. Yes. And that's the ball rolling. It's the beginning right. of many, many dues being paid. Because we're being more and more educated and we're not letting up off their fucking necks. That's all. As for me, I am not. Because <laughs> as for me, in my house, Period. we will serve the Lord, okay? <laughs> anyway, so also this past weekend, Wireless Festival went off. Or this past week, it started. Um, in London, England, and it was a vibe. It had a lot of superstar musical guests, such as SZA, City Girls, Chris Brown, Nicki Minaj, Meg Thee Stallion, Summer Walker, Tyga, Giveon, Roddy Rich, Tyler the Creator, and Cardi B. And I'm pretty sure many the fuck more. <laughs> Cardi B, while in the middle of her performance at said wireless festival felt real buck because she knocked one of them fans in the audience Uh-oh. i don't know what they did to piss her off what they grabbed what they touched but she was rapping and then she started snapping <laughs> <laughs> her hands and knuckles got the clapping cracking and smacking okay uh-huh. they had her on the jumbotron and whoever was in charge of that Production aspect, technical production, digital production aspect. Mm-hmm. They turned that image off. So pull the plug. They ain't, you ain't finna be recording this on the big screen. I like know, that's right. That's what you're supposed to do. For they pull that. They pull that thing down so fast, and she over there doc, doc, fighting with somebody. Oh, oh wow. man. Also, Cardi, Cardi, Belcalis, mm. Hennessy sister, Hennessy mm-hmm. <laughs> Carolina sister. <laughs> I ain't mad at her because she she being her. I feel like <laughs> as much as people might want to paint the picture that she's like this off the wall thing, she is just brazenly her. She's herself. And yeah. that's all that it is. Exactly. She's very educated. She's very like insightful. You can tell that she's sensitive. You can tell she got a lot of sense. You can tell all of these things about her. But if all you can see is what she is reactive in some respects, but that's she her life. But that, but that's her, also her. who she is. Yeah. Everybody got a negative to them. Everybody in some kind of way. So yeah, right. she's reactive, you know. But overall, like it's easy to judge her just by looking at her because yeah. of how she presents. And for those who are not familiar with the culture they can easily misread you know some shit and not even misread judge because you you gotta open the book to read it you know so anyway she started fighting with a fan she got and real she angry. was whooping her ass right. 
him to get on the stage and do what? Fade, bitch. <laughs> get on the stage and fade. And it was also really big for Chris Brown because, you know, he was banned from um, coming to the United Kingdom, coming to England, performing because of his 2008, what year was it? 2008, 2010 Grammy scuffle with Rihanna, his fight with Rihanna. So because oh, wow. of his domestic state and whatever, they banned him from coming there and performing. So this is his first performance there in over 10 years. Mm. Yep. And, you know, a lot of people had things to say about it. Some of the people were like, uh, if you, if you're here or you're excited to see, you know, Chris Brown at Wireless Festival, you might as well just, you know, tattoo on your chest to fuck women or you don't okay, care about Okay, now, them. relax. And I'm like, listen. It's not that deep. It's been how long? It's not even that it's not that deep. Like, you can have a stance on domestic violence. However... Ain't like he got a lifetime history. He did one thing, and I mean, no, in his very right. early twenties. Let 20s. me correct myself. I apologize. It's domestic violence is very serious. Yeah, you know, but however, he let that man live. He Rihanna done forgave him. They got back together him. after that point. He's not shown any other signs of anything he's, like he publicly apologized. Right. He went Had through his counseling. Like, like, what is probation? This <laughs> what is this really about? Are we? About rehabilitating, and that's the whole reason why they're like, okay, you can come back. You ain't done shit, right? But do what you've done, and that was long ago. So, a lot of people on Twitter deal with that, Chris. Still, you know, but that is the same thing. Like people in their judgments. (sighs) That's true. And you know, he publicly spoke out and early and on in his career about growing up Mm -hmm. in a domestic household. So it just goes to show you that. If you don't get treated for these things, it can show up easily eventually. trigger and show up in another way because you have not learned anything new about how to deal with these things. And as much as it pained him, hurt him, it pissed him off to see his stepdad hit that's his mom. That's still an example they that, watched. Exactly. That's that's yes. the only thing that he knew and got. Mm-hmm. So it's familiar. I feel like this is an area where compassion will come in because it was You're so right. many people who were so mad. That he was able to come to the UK and perform. And I'm like... They were really? Yeah. I mean, oh, Twitter was wow. like split 50-50 of people who were just... 50, t- 50. Tweeting about... Because they were okay, the people now. in the UK. Uh, you know? Because okay. it was so his you know first what, time Chris, there. This is your opportunity. Now is the time for you to come back women. In this fight against the overturning of Roe versus Wade. Yeah. This is your chance. Speak out. Step up. Help us. How many women you have paid for the abortion? Use your voice, bro. Use your voice, sir. Dead ass, though, for real. How many? Come on. And nonetheless, you have a daughter. You This would benefit this us all. definitely affect her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Summer Walker got super emotional during her performance as well. And Tyler, the creator, is the most rock star rapper, artist, singer I've ever seen other than like, oh my gosh, it's 3.33. Other than like Lupe <laughs> Fiasco, to me, like seeing him perform, he was like definitely thrashing, headbanging, turned up, and he had the crowd hype as fuck. Mm. City Girls, you know, did their thing. All the All the hot girls did their thing and shut it down, but... 
the city girls had their booze in the building. Diddy was there in in London. He wasn't. Oh, he was there. Oh yeah, he was in London. See, we be in London, we, not we, at the show. We be giving. He wasn't at the show, but Uzi Vert was at the show fangirling for JT. Oh. He up there with the video camera while she performing, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm surprised he ain't take the stage. Just a, you know, a festival of this sort. But it's like they got so many different artists. It makes sense, but I feel like he had fun being able to just. Go watch to the her. festival. Yeah. Was watch the sh- the entire show. Like the whole lineup was really superb. They got three female, four, five female rappers, wow. plus two singers, SZA yeah. and Summer Walker. Um, and then they had Chris Brown, Tyga, Roddy Rich. Yeah, so they had and a few more other people. I'm sure that I didn't name all every single person. Probably some other acts from. London, Tiny Tempa, and some other people, shit like that. But yeah. So, um, they actually had some footage of Carisha and Diddy out on the streets, like, the night before the performance, just walking around. But yeah. <laughs> it was real cute that, you know, they booze came to support their performance across the pond. Alright, so next. Lamont, Mark Lamont Hill. Mm-hmm. Author, activist, and actor guy. Um, put out a tweet basically disagreeing about this new trend of parents telling their kids, "Let's go fight, get your shoes." Oh, I'm gonna finna try it, so he gonna be mad at me. So, so let me let me just <laughs> let me let me read what he said, and then we are gonna talk about it because I have I it. have I have a, an opinion about that as well. Uh-huh. Well, she gonna be mad too then. <laughs> me? How you know what my opinion is, bitch? Because you're wrong anyway, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So he goes, um, he gets the notion of seeing your kids ready to ride for you, you know. However, seeing the kids who get anxious over the fear of forced violence, that could be like damaging and triggering to them. So he said, and I quote, it makes me sad when I see children publicly exploited for internet clout. Whether it's intentionally making them cry, giving them humiliating punishments, or exposing their most intimate moments, we must all do better to protect their dignity and innocence. Now, <laughs> go ahead, girl. You about to pop. Please. Cause State your case. Because <laughs> I'm just like, ain't nobody mom ever came to the class and embarrassed them? That's what I'm saying. But I think he said the internet is such gonna... a bigger platform. Okay. That's a little like... different. No, I'm not. My whole thing was. I'm not putting a profile for them to leave a comment and my child yeah. to read. Like, But, yeah, I, I mean, when I read they're this. They're not naked. They're not exploited. Like, come on now. When I read this, mm-hmm. my first thought was, just, damn, guess I ain't that woke. Because I thought the shit was funny. <laughs> we just did it with Bailey yesterday. <laughs> and Bailey was like, "Okay, right." She, I just she was see. like, "But that's not nice." But she was and still cool ready to too. go. I just want to see. I right, don't it's a social it, experience. It wouldn't even be a but, punishment either way. It's right, just, I want to see what they gonna say. Exactly. Sorry, and then you got life two. I feel like, I feel like it's gonna be fifty-fifty <laughs> with yours because I did think 50, about. 50. I did think about it. I'm who would like, and who wouldn't? I'm like, so we gonna do it today. We can. Before we leave. We can. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. What so, you yeah. MJ? I completely agree with his statement. Why? Wholeheartedly. And I don't have children. Why do you feel like that? Um, it, Partially because I grew up a very private lifestyle. Okay. So, okay, I okay. think social media just in general is a little too much sometimes for adults. 
so to have kids that actually grew up grow up in this social media age yeah it already brings on a certain form of anxiety a certain form of i have to appear a certain way in. i have to fit in with this group i have to do these i have like all of these things well what if they've already Whereas when we grew up we had that we didn't sense, have... but like if my mom came to embarrass me in the class it was just it, it was, was just in the, the class. class it's not the whole world yeah well what if the kids have already expressed their personal interest to want to be on their platform of social media because you know the it's, kids. I think the kids are doing it now too. I feel like and I mean I respect. feel like that's based on a maturity. Standpoint. You know, I and feel like it's a sliding scale. You know, in a maturity a sense. standpoint because some kids can handle it and some because that's can't. the only reason I would even consider involving them in something like that because they've expressed like, oh, we want to do a prank. Oh, we want to yeah. do this. You like that's they're different. into that type of thing. That's so, different. I understand what you're saying too. Everybody ain't ready, but I also yeah. think yeah. his other stances were too not just about. I think this was his like last straw. I'm finna say something thing based yeah, off of this trend because he's still I mean, talking about humiliating kids. the kids yeah, or kid, right. oh look wrong. you, you put them you on live and all of that. Though, yeah, you gonna embarrass your child? Yeah, you that's all different. Of it in it. Like, well, no, they're gonna be abused when they realize I recorded them to see their reaction for something. It, it, a prank is different versus right. like I caught your ass with a look at this fifteen year old slept with a boy in her room. Like, right. I've oh, seen yeah. parents exactly. do stuff like that. Though. So Some things like that, I feel like that type of thing that you, you kind of um, look at her room, look how dirty her room. Like you is. said, a prank is all your thing. friends. But if this yeah. is about your personal behavior, and I'm trying to teach you a lesson, that's definitely way more personal and private. That's right. I feel like that's vindictive parenting mm-hmm. and like just. Because then you ready to leave a You don't create That's a narcissistic parent. You're not sure. creating a safe space for them to actually learn from whatever psych, it is you so called. Right. Like, I mean, yeah, you know, if you no. have kids, like I was watching one today, and she was, the mother had this long paragraph that she wrote, but she basically was saying that she was giving her daughter a car for her 16th birthday and mm-hmm. how she wanted to give it to her because her daughter never asked for anything. She was a good student, you know, all of these things. And she hadn't graduated from high school yet. And she was going to work one day, and the mom was sitting outside. And she was just like, that's yours. Brand new 2020 with a bow on it. And the girl's reaction was like priceless. Right. So, you know, stuff like that involving your kids. But I think even my kids, knowing know. they would like to be on a prank, in a prank, they want to record videos. If one of them is like, no, uh-huh, if it's really like upsetting, I don't feel like it'd be fun to post anyway. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, dang. Then people going to want to come jump me. <laughs> and now you gonna put on your shoes but, <laughs> but that's what he was saying some of those reactions the kids were like yeah. really upset they, what, they, but some of them were frozen in fear like, and some but, of them were like but why but I feel like that was good too to see because I think that showed that the kids had a level of autonomy that they could say no to their parents and a level of just Compassion and sense, like and that sounds crazy. You taught me better than that. You just, so we're just about... gonna go outside and fight. <laughs> yeah. Did it you was see? One, it was a Joy Chavez, I think her name. You know, Bow Wow's baby mama. I know her ass was with it. Her daughter was sleeping, and she woke her up, and she was real calm. Like, come on, we're uh, the neighbors out here fussing with me again. We got to go out there. You know, she got a daughter, and Shy set set up, and it was like, why can't she just stay in a child's place? <laughs> But she got up like, come on. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm with the shit. I'm questioning this shit, but I'm with, like... Fine, let's yeah. go, Mom. <laughs> gotta do what we gotta do. I think the first do. one I saw was a little boy and a little girl. And a little boy was like, oh, yes, I'm ready to fight people. And a little, girl, and and a a little, little girl, girl was like, like but yeah. why? 
<laughs> I saw one where the lady started telling her somebody was trying to fight me. The boy just ran out, put his shoes on, and started running. I was like, oh, that's my brother. Or the one who had the ski mask on. Girl, you saw him? He was like, where did less. you get that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But he was—he was like—he was older. Also. He was older. Yeah. Yeah. He had to be about fourteen. Who 15. bought that? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. So next little piece of tea. Tay Diggs was on Good Day Fox. Okay. Um, Good Day New York. I'm sorry. On Fox Five in New York City, and he was just talking about what's new and current in his life and helping him host and doing his activities. And of course, Angel. they asked him about April, and he. Uh, vehemently avoided answering any specific questions about you know their relationship and what's going on he basically had a lot of no comment or yeah you know keeping it light so the only quote they could take away is that they are having lots of fun <laughs> together and i was like well hell we all knew that we, see that? we can see it every they day are right. having lots, lots of, of fun together i'm not mad at I him because Have fun. the more you open you get the more you open to get <laughs> analyzed talked about yes. picked and prodded apart all they, all they see is people having fun and see. i love the idea of people having fun i feel like they're living my wife and kids right now. They are. Like, with the dumb Aww. foolishness and, like, all the stuff that I love about the show is, like, what they're, like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> yeah. like this is really happening in real but life. But they go with each other. It works. They, like, just go with it. it j- yes. Just go with it. I love We're that. Blending. I want my just go with it. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm, I'm really foolish. I'm going to say yes to most things. Listen, let's pretend to be some other people. Don't play with me. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that funk, that sweet, that <laughs> whatever that was. You. you start making up a story i am going i'm rolling with, with it. it speaking of these young trendy internet popping couples miracle watson tyler LaPlay mm. was buzz buzz buzzing around because of Woo! tyler LaPlay's ex-girlfriend and baby's mother children's mother decided to comment on what she was saying basically so Miracle was making a post talking about how hard it is, you know, being an entrepreneur and having your own business, essentially. And she was like, I know y'all probably think, like, ooh, child, her sales through the roof, you know, but I'm not at that place yet, you know, but Lord, I just thank you for that. You know, a lot of times, a lot of followers, just because you're pretty, people be wanting to look at you, Dad. Yeah, they don't mean that they're supporting your business. equally, you know, turn into support. I just literally watched a TikTok the other day where this girl had 1.5 million followers and did a meet and greet and not one person showed up. Mm. You got 1.5 million people who like click, I like you. So you're thinking you can at least get someone. Nobody showed up. Mm. So I'm like, that just I goes to show you so confused about, about the life. smoke and mirrors of the internet. But anyway, she was making this post. Miracle Watts was making this post. And she's like basically what? like, you know, because I really want my business to be successful. You know, I got kids to feed. Mm-hmm. That was her post. And one of the people on the Instagram commented it, commented on the post and was like, kids as in plural? She was like, yes, I have three kids with a red heart. So, this is her first child that she's pregnant with. Mm-hmm. But her man, mm-hmm. fiance, are they fianced? I think they might be fianced. They bought a home together. They partners, period. Okay. Clearly committed. They're they doing this thing. They made a home. But she's it's, currently pregnant. She's they currently are pregnant. in the show together. They're in the show. Woo-hoo! That's what I was thinking about when you mentioned She's that. in the yes. show with him? Yeah. On P-Valley? P-Valley? 
She oh, big bomb. I forgot about it. I completely forgot about that. She played big bomb. Yeah. Oh, so anyway, I'm sorry. Um, his, <laughs> his his baby mama, his other baby is salty. Went and commented on her post, and she was like, "You've only met, you know. I'm just gonna make these kids' name up because you I'm only met Day Day and John John. Right. Oh, I mean, she put their real names and out Lucy. There. Right, right. But yeah, it's a How boy and a girl. Kids he got total two and a half, two oh. and one on the way. So, so she was basically saying, calling her out like you've only met one of his children. You ain't met mine yet. He, no, both of the kids are with her. She she said, oh, you only met Lucy once and Jonathan twice. So how are these your kids? Like why are you claiming my kids? Basically, girl, why are you talking about it? Who are First you? Of all, I didn't even know you existed. Let me just. Why be are honest. we upset about that? She gathered her very nicely, very poetically, very grown womanly. She said, one, I would never, and she said one, two, and three. She said one. Mm-hmm. I would never try to step in. And replace you whatsoever. As their mother. Right. They know you're their mom. I know you're their mom. We know you're their mom. And I would never try to get in the way of that. Two, I would think you would be happy that yes. your partner, I mean, yes. your your, your ex has picked a partner who wants is. to welcome and embrace yes. your children as their own so they can continue to grow up in a thriving and loving yes. and whatever environment. And three, I don't do this internet shit, ma'am. You got my phone number. <laughs> Come on to the house. Holla at me. Right. And that was the end of it. And, you know, of course, by the time that exchange happened, it got up on the blog. So then she commented on the blog's post about her situation and basically who is she miracle oh okay. so once it got to the blogs miracle then commented on her trend who had a shade room it was actually hollywood unlocked oh, of course okay. jason lee has <laughs> <laughs> um so she got under the post on hollywood unlocked and basically was like um you know she know I love those kids. Or she don't not does she not love, love those kids? She knows how to reach me. I don't even know why she bringing it to the internet or something like that. And the girl was like, "But I'm glad she at least did it from her real page this time." Oh, so she shit. threw an extra little piece of shade to say, "Like, bitch, you been saying stuff, right?" Like, but now you said it from your page, and you I can address this publicly, now. right? And now I done said everything I need to say and shut it down. And now you know the internet got a hold of the baby mama, so you know they dragging her. Cause you looking salty and being salty. You should so. never put your face out there. You shouldn't. You should have never there. said shit. She didn't say anything untoward. The universe be taking care of hoes these days, baby. She didn't say nothing untoward towards you right. or your children in any way. She said, I have kids to feed. She is literally saying, I'm a part of the village that's trying to that's feed trying your to raise children. your kids and help, like... <laughs> and she like, bitch, them my kids. Trying to create a partnership uh, uh, uh. here. And, yeah, no. We know they're your kids. We know that's your ex. She can feed my kids. Right. right. Shit. <laughs> I'm just... I mean, you want two more. What the hell? What you talking about? Well, speaking of throuples. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, I would definitely be a throuple. Well, <laughs> and that ain't even no shit I do. <laughs> Miracle, Miracle and Tyler. Oh my god, I always had a little side crush on him. Mm. Really delicious. And she fine and pretty. And she fine. is. She fine and pretty and fine. And her accent, probably the best country accent on. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm so glad that Autumn Knight, Lakeisha Savage, worked with a, a, an acting coach, an accent coach, a dialect I'm coach. I'm just confused as to where they think these accents came from. They're trying their best to, like, be like on some shit like me right here, but it sounds so, like, fucking, like... Extreme. It's so extreme how it's, they do it. It's, it's just like yeah, it's too Tay Diggs and Stella got her groove oh, back. The, okay, the, oh. it's bad like that. Like that's how it sounds yeah. to me. I just laugh because you know I'm country for real, so I can be country. I feel like they trying to make these people sound like they're from Bankhead. They are, or how somebody sounds. But it's like. like it's like bankhead mixed with like Geechee a little or something I don't weird. No, it just off. doesn't sound. The accents have gotten nowhere near the south of anybody I know. They've gotten so much better the second season. Yeah, though. second season is definitely. I they, do know quite a few people who talk this way. So I know people who talk this way, but it don't sound like that. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't like. Work. I mean, the half, Jamaicans say mom, but they don't say mon. Like you know, like <laughs> slow, like or what? It's just just bad, like. Mm-mm. They got a dialect coach. They had to have. They had to get like the white I, I man. Feel like Uncle the Clifford white probably is the one that sound the most. I feel like Mercedes a little more is better. I feel like murder. Yeah, we could definitely find him. Mississippi, somewhere. even. Uh, I think hers is a little stretch. Hers is bad. I yeah, don't even hers remember. Is bad. Yeah. What's the word of the day? Uh, <laughs> That's, it ain't that obsequious. <laughs> it's not that. Miss, Mississippi's is excessive. Is hers is, hers is like yeah, hers is. Uh, her what man. was the other one? Yeah. Cacophony. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you went in on Mercedes when she first came out. I That's probably it. did. Yeah. It sounds so much better this season though, because I hated Autumn Night. I'm sorry. I had to go on the internet to understand where she was from and realize she was English. <laughs> For me to be like, okay, this is why hers is that bad. But I still did not understand, could not understand. For- the best they did is when they bought Relly B on there. Like, they all trying to get everybody to talk like Relly B. They really, yeah. That's what yes. they're trying to do. Okay. Like, they're they trying to. They got it. Yes. They trying, near they it. trying to get, they're trying to <laughs> capture that. Yeah, nowhere near it. But anyway, I, I mentioned Thruple real quick because I just wanted to end with this question. Peter Guns, um, for whatever reason, decided that he wanted to bless the internet with him flashing his two baby mamas, with him driving a car with the two red bones in the back seat or whatever. They weren't kissing, but they're like, yeah, we're in the car together and Peter's driving. He always been driving. Yeah, <laughs> but I was just like, y'all lame. What level of forgiveness is this? Level. Because neither one of them, based on based on no, based on what they say out of their own mouths. I don't even know who these people are. They was doing crack at the beginning. I no, understand. but based where they what? are now, they're saying that <laughs> both of them are like we not together. I know y'all see what y'all see, and assume what y'all think because of the past and how things have been. But this is how we rocking. We got kids no, together. Now. We yeah, got, yeah, yeah. So I'm saying what level that. of forgiveness is this that they still like, wait, what the fuck was y'all going tonight? You took them to the opera. Like what the fuck y'all out here doing? Like you fucked it up with both of these women and now you won't let them go. So you just want to be co-parent, best friend, daddy, sidekick. Yeah, so they probably. can't get a nigga. Like what? Probably. He trying. And what are they doing? Being dummies. 
allowing it, I guess. Because I like, understand that, like, I want oh, you to be in your kids' your life. Kids but now, so. What if they're being obsequious to keep them in the kid, keep him in the kids' life? I mean, I can see that. Mm. I, but again, like, that's really fucked up. If I gotta try to because you're taking away from yourself, you made a good point that 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 will, I believe personally, will shut a man away. What? If your baby daddy is that involved in your life, yeah, absolutely, yes. But I'm sorry, I know you said the clothes, but uh, speaking of baby mamas driving, remember that story I told you earlier? Oh yes, yeah. I feel this like was that's the last worth story. bringing up. Yes, go ahead, you can break it. So that shit, it's been me. on the internet. Now you might have seen this. I don't be on the internet. There was a lady the day before, <laughs> probably the day in Texas driving in the HOV lane, and she got pulled over and was ticketed, but her ex. Well, explanation was she's pregnant. And she was... And technically, based on the overturning of Roe versus Wade, her fetus is considered a, a person. So she should be able to ride in the HOV lane. Mm-hmm. However, you know, the police officer wasn't trying to hear it. Mm-hmm. So he wrote the ticket. But I feel like when she so goes she to court... Going to court. Oh, baby, we're going to take this to I'm spring. definitely going to court because y'all got to tell me to my face that's not going to work because then we need to go all the way. I'm appealing it all. All the way until we got a whole new thing. And while if we're you're, in here, if I you're... want child support starting today. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you... they first started bringing that up, the whole overturning, making abortions illegal. They had mentioned that they were going to do that, make it to where when you become pregnant, you could start requesting child support from that point. I mean, I feel like that's facts. If y'all gonna treat it like that, that means everything you need, extra you need, do for you this need baby, things before you. Need, you yes. can, there's a a whole list of things you need before the baby comes, mm-hmm. and care you need for yourself to carry the baby. The yeah. list of things, whatever right. that might be. So I feel like it's an argument. If y'all want to ride this swaddling cloths, are necessary. I think they're trying to take away some protection of women to a degree. But it's not you. I'm just not allowing it. It's not okay. I don't. I don't think so. I think she she was right to say what she said. Yeah, I definitely agree wholeheartedly. What state was this on that? I want to say Texas. Don't quote me. Oh, and that's my thing. Well, they the ones you're gonna have to put your money where your mouth is, baby. You're you you (laughs) went the hardest about this. So you're gonna look me in my eye and tell me that this baby ain't a person. I can't wait. Yeah, expecting mothers at whole ass parking spots. Hello, you're right gonna, next to you're, handicap. you're gonna. Hello, you're gonna tell me if I almost died. Yeah, they're, gonna have, they're gonna have to get more. If 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 I almost died right now, y'all would work tirelessly to save the ch- the life of this child. Mm-hmm. Because but why? Die. Because why? Y'all want to Because it's the person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So baby, as long as this person is still inside of me while I'm driving in this lane. This is a high occupancy vehicle. It's two or more persons in this bitch. Mm. But that wraps up the tea and the dish. We will be back for 11-11. And Thank you for tuning in to Spiritually Clatch at the podcast. I know you're enjoying yourself thus far. Otherwise, your ass would not be here. <laughs> you can upgrade your subscription from loyal listener to engaged audience member by reaching out to the show via Instagram at Spiritually Clatchet. On Twitter at SC the Podcast. Send us an email to spirituallyclatchet at gmail.com or head on over to the anchor.fm app where you can leave us a voice message or ask us a question at anchor.fm forward slash spiritually 
We need your feedback so we can offer you advice when you need it or provide you with a safe space to air out them grievances. Recommend us a word for the week. And you know we need you to bring us your horror stories each and every week so we can keep all these signs accountable. That's right. That's S-P-I-R-I-T-U-A-L-L-Y. C-L-A-T-C-H-E-T, Spiritually Clatch It, on all platforms. We look forward to hearing from you. Now, back to your new favorite show. All right, my party people, we are back. And it is 11.11. And it is time for us to get into the main topic for this week. And that is water. The spiritual essence, properties, magical components, wondrous health benefits of water. Seems so broad and generic, but I'm going to try to make it as fine-tuned as possible. So we already know a lot of things about water. What do you already know about water, Booty? It's wet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's my Zodiac uh, sign club. Element. <laughs> sign club. <laughs> She said, sign club. <laughs> Sound like you learned the sign language after school program. You gonna go to sign club today? <laughs> what about you, MJ? Like, what like comes to mind for you? Like, what the things that you know um, about water? water has memory. It does. Okay, what else? Oh, she or fancy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get into all of that. I, I fascinated myself with the things that I just learned today. Because I knew a lot. But oh. just confirming and seeing what I learned today was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So as we know, first of all, our bodies are like over 70% water. Yes. Our body. brain is like 90% water. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did not know that. It's all those whirly tubes. Old. And... <laughs> The reason why it's so moist and spongy is because is of the water content. Moist. I don't think I the like brain would word. be dry. Like, I no no no. Unless I it just... comes off a Ren and Stimpy episode or something, <laughs> <laughs> like Patrick Starr's brain or some shit like that. Unless it comes off drugs. <laughs> Your brain. Your brain drugs. is fried. <sighs> it's supposed to be wet. How it get fried? <laughs> 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 That's not funny. Okay, we gonna stop. Mm. We're not gonna stop. <laughs> I was gonna say, can't stop, are won't we stop. When? Next episode. Gonna <laughs> start all over again. All again. <laughs> anyway, um, MJ was right. Water indeed does have like memory. Water, of course, makes up most of our body. Water is also a conductor, it is a source of energy as well. So it can hold the power from another source or it can be the power that powers the source. Like a water wheel, water mill kind of thing. Hmm. Um, Water is cleansing. It literally can wash us. 
water literally heals us when we're thirsty. We need to get attached to an IV bag with salt water. Water is magical. It has absolutely healing All of the properties. Above. Mm-hmm. So I just felt like let's learn about the water in a grander, more spiritual way. Let's use the water in a more intentional, grander, more spiritual way. Mm-hmm. And um, so let's just jump right in. Uh, Bruce Lee famously said, empty your mind, be formless, shapeless, like water. Mm. If you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put water in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. so that's what bruce lee you know famously said once upon a time about like how we should be in our beings and the fact that we just correlated that we are mostly water already there's so much more mutation and change and flow and ebb and shaping we can do Mm -hmm. and also there's no coincidence that femininity is associated with you know water as well Mm. Um, the flow. Mm-hmm. So we are, you know, fully aware of the necessity of water mm-hmm. from keeping us alive, quenching the thirst, washing the dirt from our bodies, our food, and not even just that part of it, but the main role it is in producing the food. Things can't grow without water, literally, plants and vegetation and shit. So... If we take that same ideology and apply it to ourselves, we'll realize how much we need water in us by drinking it around us as conductors and currents um, and with us um, for spiritual value or whatever. Have you, you know, thought about the essence or spiritual, you know, aspects of water or trying to work with it or whatever? I mean, absolutely. It's always something I use if I'm doing a ritual, whether it's just bathing mm-hmm. or drinking or cleansing my objects, whatever right. the case may be. Mm-hmm. I especially feel more connected and like in tune when it's a rainy day. Mm-hmm. Like the other day, I, I wasn't feeling well, so I stayed home. And it started raining and I just felt like, oh my God, I was supposed to be here. I needed to be here for this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I definitely resonate with all the characteristics of water. I know for me, and and I feel like this is like a trendy thing because a lot of us, and I'm going to say us because there are moments and probably will be other moments where I'm not fully tuned in, that we get in the bath or the shower and we have this Mm. clarity. Mm -hmm. You get the revolutions, you get the downloads, you get the facts of the matter, you get the recollection that that closes the deal or paints the picture Mm -hmm. you get your million dollar ideas that is not by any means coincidence again the water is a conductor and i feel like from this place even more spiritually it's a conductor from heaven to earth and earth to heaven that's the one element that travels from both of these places Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. 
Ooh. Heaven and earth and earth to heaven. So if we even Tell look at it, like, that just came over me. You know, I'm just preaching some spirit talking right now. I got these facts off this website. But <laughs> when I, we, the shower, and that's not a standalone thing. Everybody has these these moments, typically in water, typically in a shower, typically in a place where it's just them and that energy spirit flow, you know, of life. I love water. Me too. My mm. favorite drink. Mm. And then I also, it's the main ingredient that I use to make my other favorite drinks. Uh, Coffee and tea. I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's 50% water if you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> if you really think about it. So, um, I actually went to two different websites. And this first one was like blowing my mind a little bit. So, at first it started talking about, of course, the... The sacred importance of water, you can bless water. Literally, right. they use it mm-hmm. to heal people who are sick by putting intention and prayer and feeling and belief into this water. And I hear, drink this, you'll be better. Mm-hmm. You get baptized in water to 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 cleanse yourself and transmute yourself from one thing to to another. There was even a ritual that I found about changing situations and dimension jumping by using water. And intentionally putting one thing, a past thing, an old thing in the water and praying over it and cleansing it until it becomes something else. Um, there's holy water. There's all of those ideas of all these things that the water can do to cleanse and, you know, heal you. And that has everything to do with, like, the flexibility of the water it can go anywhere and have a life of its own but contained and given a purpose it will take on exact, that energy is. exactly so the same thing like bruce lee was saying about our mental cups vases and teapots we can literally transform that into a physical sense and use that water with intent inside of a vase inside of a teapot inside of a cup and and do that I saw a wonderful tea drinking ritual that when you're pouring the water in there, when you're boiling it, using your intention to say what you're drinking this morning. Mm -hmm. I'm drinking a cup of positivity. I'm drinking Mm. a a cup of energy. I'm energizing myself. I'm putting this into this cup. You can do that with your bottle of water. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. You you can say a prayer over every case of water that you get and bless it. And everybody who has one of these bottles will be blessed with whatever. Like, you can literally do that. Um, and then when you get to drink it, you're you're sealing the deal just like you would a lot of the times in any ritual. Hell, you can't even do communion without eating and drinking of what you're intending and promising. Right. So these are. It's even better because this is a. a a sacred ritual directly between you and spirit, the divine, mm-hmm. the universe. Um, so a few things they said that you can do with, with water, you know, just tips is drinking it, sitting down, mm, specifically sitting down. It goes directly uh, to your joints and it, it's drawn to your joints. Um, and then when you're sitting, when you're standing, when you're standing and you drink water, it's drawn into your joints. But when you're sitting, it reaches different organs efficiently. So I feel like 
that should be intentional. Like, knowing that, okay. What needs what? And if, again, if you're taking a moment to just focus on what you want to do, I want to hydrate my kidneys, my liver, and my whatever. You need to sit out. And, and, and also think about that while you're holding the water. If you're specifically, let's say if somebody's dealing with something in their liver, you know, you right. might say this is hosh posh because you believe fully and only in science. That's for you. But if you feel like, if there's anything I can do, that will help me and my liver. Why not pray over my water and drink it uh, sitting down intentionally to take a rest and absorb what it is that I'm trying to do. Heal this liver. Heal this, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, meditating on the source, you know, of where it comes from. Of course, like being in the water, being near the water, being on a beach. You can just sit there for hours listening to the sounds. Yes. Just like how we can listen in the in the trees for hours, meditating on water and meditating on source while, you know, near the water, in the water is another way to commune and be one and and use that as a channel going back and forth yet again to manifest and make things happen. You know, we perceive to be that the water is literally what's in our hearts, what is a part of us. So it's the life force that centers our our body, but again, our soul, our spirit, because it penetrates deeper than just the physical. Yeah, You can raise your vibration from another space. So on this other website that I went to, um, the Soul Jam, and it was like crazy, this one. It was like the um, the magical power of water. And he was doing a, a series of experiments. So he took it from just, oh, this is what they're saying about water to like, let me prove it. And he did rituals or not even rituals. I'm going to say, what is it called when you do it in a scientific way? Experiment. Yeah. Um, he did an experiment with the water, where he blessed the water, mm-hmm. cursed the water, where he played calming, high vibrational music, mm-hmm. hardcore rock music to the water. Mm-hmm. And what he did was froze the, the water in droplets and then looked at the droplets under the microscope to see what they look like. Mm-hmm. Now, we all know that when water freezes, for the most part, if it freezes like in a natural way, Right. All the every single piece of the uh, water and ice crystallizes, and that's how snowflakes are made. They have their own distinct, unique formulation of you know how they come about, where they come about. Um. So there was a doctor by the name of Masaru Emoto. And he was from Japan. And he basically studied the molecular structure of water and the changes that happened to it when it was exposed to words, thoughts, sounds, and intentions. Oh, wow. Yes, exactly. And he recorded that. Mm -hmm. So it went from just being, like I said... This is something I might have tried to... to This is full-on data. Data about it. Mm -hmm. So initially he froze them, of course, just to get the control of the experiment to see and he discovered that they had a crystal-like state and i actually 
hold it up so you guys can see yourselves. Because I'm a teacher like that. How do you make this go away? Please stop. So basically, this is the initial things. He did one initial experiment where he spoke life into the, the water droplets and he froze them. And this is how the chrysalis formed. I'm just going to call it a crystal chrysalis. He said, thank you. He expressed gratitude to the water. Mm -hmm. wow. This is how it formed when he put curses on it. Oh, wow. Oh. It's literally a black hole. Right. The opposite of where the art would be. Like, Oh, my gosh. It, it looks completely different. Completely different. Negative. It, this looks like an ink blot or a spit or some crap and Not that looks it does yeah it, does. it looks like day and night just like day, this looks like nothing and that looked like an actual thing so here we go again these are different this is water before prayer it's just pure water let me just grab it under the microscope after he prayed it wow he blessed it with a buddhist prayer this is how it came it's like a snowflake he did it again with music. He played Mozart's 40th Symphony. Ooh. And rock is. music. Heavy oh metal. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so rock music is a curse? Because that looked like the curse hole. The thing is, <laughs> it's not even just about the music. Because it's not even the lyrics. It's the vibration of pictures. the music, too. Wow. That's why, for the longest time, I've been a little anti-trap and rap. Because... For me, I understand how I feel as yeah, far as the I vibration it, goes. Not, it doesn't mm -hmm. uplift me. It, you know, I definitely, I'm definitely conscious of music. If I'm listening to it and I'm like, mm, I turn yeah, it. Yeah. If I can't vibe, I'm just going to let it go. Right. And there are certain things that I used to like that I won't listen to anymore. Yeah. Because even though I vibed with it, the message and the words behind it are kind of low vibrational. Yeah. And I have to really be mindful of those things that I'm feeding on. That's right. And water, again, is such a big part of that. Not being aware that what we just grabbing, picking up, and drinking or ingesting is making or can make such a huge difference. Right. As MJ said, also, um, water has a memory. It has a molecular property that can retain the memories of any substance it once contained. They've done experiments to see um, how a flower petal was once in the water at this one place and where the water once, where the petal once was, they take it out and they, you know, put photos or take photos from a different angle and you can see the water trying to retake that shape or even like how honey will take the if it's real honey will retake the shape of the honeycomb it was in mm. you, but you have to get it to do it with water you activate it that's crazy you use an ice cube that's fascinating mm. you use an ice cube and you put it like over a blob of honey and if it's real raw honey you put the ice cube on top and you kind of just shake the plate that it's on and let the water, ice, or whatever melt, and it'll start making the honey separate into the shape of the comb that it was, like, nested in. Wow. Oh, wow. Super crazy. That sounds like but a cool I, 
experiment. experiment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's actually an easy one to do, too. It's literally on a plate, honey and ice, and, you know, that's how you know if it's real, you know. But, um, of course, in other religions, they have super high value for water from all of them. Hinduism, Christianity, Islam, Buddhism, Judaism, Sikhism, um, of course, but like we said, the holy water, the idea of baptisms, there were holy wells and holy springs and, you know, fountains of youth in, in other stories about what water do, does and have and how it heals them. This particular water you drink from it, you get your youth restored. This particular water you drink from it, you have everlasting life. Different myths and folklore surrounding water. Um, even in African cultures and religions, with them sometimes being so far off the coast of water, them having to well and dig and walk for miles to be able to reach water, it is not taken for granted, you know? Yeah. Um, water is life. Can't even deny that. Also, for me, spiritually, uh, in the altar space, and anytime I'm about to do anything ritual-wise, I definitely will use water, whether it's physical water, spiritual water, Florida water, mm-hmm. some kind of cleansing water in that way. Yeah. Um, and I've recently been reintroduced to the idea of charging my water before I drink it. Mm. And charging it is just a brief intention in every mm-hmm. water that I'm about to drink or open. It's like praying before a meal. Exactly. Yeah. But with water being this cup in and of itself that's mm-hmm. ready to hear and receive what you want, you know. I feel like that'll be a good thing to do in ritual with, with a bath. Yeah. Um. Also, if you have a specific goal in mind that you're trying to do and you're trying to like flip a switch or like hit the button or make it go or start, you can easily charge your water with that specific intention. So like, let's see, let's say like you have a short term goal of running every day for 30 days, you know, you might take a bottle of water and write on that water motivated runner that's it you know and you say you know what i'm gonna shake this up i'm gonna look at this water this is the water i'm gonna drink while i'm on that run you know what i'm saying and charge that water and then when you finally pick it up take a sip of it just like the magic wand you know something in you is connecting with that water that's already in your body and the water that you're drinking in agreement to like make this happen. I've seen videos of people so I'm not gonna say so called. I've seen people um making videos where they claim they jump dimensions, mm-hmm. change dimensions using water magic and water wow. uh rituals. Oh wow. Woke up in a different life, different mindset, different whatever. Mm-hmm. Because they said this is my old life in this bottle, my old ways, my old thoughts. I'm literally pouring this out into the earth. This is all the things I want to be, all the things that I am, all the things I want to see, achieve, and they drink it. And that's a part of the ritual of getting rid of that old stuff and bringing something new. Yeah. So I think it'll be a great time right now for anybody who is unfamiliar with doing anything spiritual just to start with a bath. Because 
That's not too far fetched. Uh, how about blessing your bottle of water and drinking it all? <laughs> Let's start there. I mean, yeah, or that. <laughs> Whatever will work for you. But you know, everybody gonna bathe. A lot of people don't like to drink water, but you gonna bathe and you can get in the tub and let that shower moment you right. be yeah, I mean, you have a shower, you don't have to necessarily run a bath. Yeah, you bathe, bathe. period. Bathe. In the water. In the water. The time where you're the the time where you're cleansing your body. You can actively and intentionally use that moment to also cleanse your mind, your spirit, your emotions. You can create that opportunity to make a blank space for you. Mm-hmm. And if you don't drink water, please fucking start. Ta-da! Please start. Do better. Please, please start. do better. Do better. We are all, that's what we're here to do in this journey of life. Like your pee do should be better. clear. We want clear pee, clear pee, no and, odors, and tasty excretions. You know, <laughs> tasty. Yeah, you want to taste like fruit by the foot, not yuck, bang. <laughs> <laughs> not effluvium. If yeah, we don't want anything stinky and gross coming mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. So you drink water. Drink we don't water. want effluvium. We want manna from heaven. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> milk and honey. <laughs> Our honey milk. Honey milk. <laughs> anyway, um, this wraps up this week's episode. No, wait, no. Start over. So anyway, this wraps up 11-11. We will be back with so much more. <laughs> hey, y'all. Welcome back. It's MJ here. So welcome to Horror Stories. So this week, we're going to talk about the full moon in Capricorn. So the full moon in Capricorn is tomorrow, which is Wednesday, July 13th. And um, it's basically a reminder that while jealousy, spite, and anger can be motivators, being uplifting and learning to walk away is a higher expression of Capricorn energy. Now, we're definitely talking about an evolved Capricorn. Okay. Yeah, I haven't really experienced those full on. Those so it also says that if your feelings are hurt or you were let down, open up your mouth and make sure you're hurt. Mm. So what's your favorite quote, Nana? Closed mouth don't get fit. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> I got a lot of quotes. I don't know which one. Right. <laughs> well, this is the one that you've been saying most recently to me in particular. So right now to me, that's your favorite one. Okay. So also other things that we can do while the moon is in Capricorn is reorganize your closet or your garage. That helps Capricorns focus on concentration and organization, obviously. That's earthbound energy yes. anyway. Um make plans to visit an elderly relative. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um it says because Capricorn rules age and authority. So now is the time to see an elderly loved one. See my granddaddy and give him a cigar. <laughs> um, calm yourself. Take good care of your aching bones and stay limber with yoga. Capricorn rules the knees, which is associated not only with flexibility, but also the willingness to humble yourself to a higher power, such as getting down on your knees to pray. Mm-hmm. Um, have a friend or partner give you a massage. Mm. We all tend to feel a little creaky when the moon is in Saturn sign. A massage helps work out the kinks. 
And lastly, reawaken your primal goat power. Um, basically meaning tap into your inner child. Yeah. So they suggested, you know, drinking goat's milk or playing fun videos on YouTube of goat's milk. What about? Yeah. If or I mean, I wouldn't someone like you can pour goat's milk in your bath, maybe. Or yeah, that's good. Yeah. Someone um, who has something called uh, Cosmic Candle Company. You can yes, do you have a goat milk, milk soap? soap? It's That's amazing, you guys. Are. Okay. If, if you've been around me, you yes. the goat milk soap. So <laughs> That's a good one to look into. A lot of times, you just have to incorporate these things. And I've also used actual goat's milk to bathe with, like pouring it in there. How some people will take like an oatmeal bath or something. Yeah. Yeah, I've done that Because well. I can see it being nourishing to the skin. Mm -hmm. I don't know how far I am with the goat's milk, but definitely my favorite skin, thing yes. to do yeah i'm not gonna drink it though yeah i'm not drinking it at all but now look you curry it for me the <laughs> <laughs> moisturizer or we can you know put it in something as an additive um but one of my favorite things that i like to do during a full moon is journal so yeah. i try to journal and then i also try to take some form of a spiritual bath just based on what it is i'm feeling or how it is that i want to do things um, so I have this book here. It's called a 10 minute moon ritual mm -hmm. and it offers a 10 minute journal prompt. Okay. So it has eight questions and the idea is to just read the question and immediately journal your original thought, you okay. know, not too much thinking into it. So the first question is, do you believe you have to work hard for success in order to deserve it? Are you happy with how your career is going or are you disheartened? Number two, do you place a high enough value on your work and charge accordingly? If not, how might you change that? Oh, this is hitting too close to home right Number now. three, <laughs> is right. it hard for you to be gentle and compassionate with yourself? Ooh. Number four, do you give yourself and others credit for small steps in the right direction or do you demand perfection? How might you be more accepting of yourself and loved ones? Mm. Mm -hmm. oh. Number five, do you need to be represented <laughs> to feel secure? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Do you need to be respected to feel secure? What do you respect most about yourself? And how might you respect yourself more? Mm. Okay. I like it. That's super deep right there. Number six, six. do you feel awkward? Golly. Yes, total eight. So number six, do you feel awkward in new or unfamiliar situations or put up barriers to avoid feeling unsafe? What would help you feel safer? Mm. Number seven, do you tend to overcompensate for your perceived lacks? Lacks, L-A-X? Yep, L-A-C-K-X, like what you lack in lacks, general. Lacks, yeah, okay. so do you overcompensate for what you feel you lack? Mm-hmm. Um, and lastly, number eight, what will they write on your gravestone? What will be your legacy? Mm, I don't want a gravestone, but I get the <laughs> idea. Get the idea of it. Yeah, don't write anything on mine because it yeah. don't exist. Write it on the balloon and let it go. Be my final uh, act of regression in the world. Releasing a balloon because I hate balloons. <laughs> <laughs> 
So by then you'll be over it. Why Keanu? They were like, when Keanu ends, mm. she would hate this shit. Always Crazy and bitch. Lord forbid one of them pop. Oh God, mm, Jesus! With this crazy bitch asked for Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus. And just give everybody a reason to laugh again. Like <laughs> she would have been under the table, <laughs> literally. But yeah, I figured this was the perfect time to share these little details, especially since we were talking about water right yeah. earlier. And um, I don't know. I just think I'm definitely gonna take time to do these eight questions yeah i think in I'm my journal revisit those. more than half definitely hit home that's a that's a bit of shadow work in there too uh-huh. yeah like three questions back to back with like that's some deep thinking the mm-hmm. only one that i feel like i could have answered in a really quick manner is like the one about being in places and meeting people what being in places listen? and meeting people. Oh, do you feel unsafe or safe? Yeah. So do you feel awkward in a new or unfamiliar situation or put up barriers to avoid feeling unsafe? Yeah, that part, no, I don't. I think maybe far back in the past I did. Mm-hmm. Let's go test but, it out. <laughs> but <laughs> I think that I love people genuinely like connecting with people and talking to them so i feel like my safe space is finding a a connection to make Mm -hmm. like versus like putting up a wall and not wanting to meet people i feel like that's what my shadow want to do for sure Mm -hmm. like my son self wants to do that but my rising is like no babe we're gonna work them just like i have a social butterfly and a what mothman <laughs> inside <laughs> on your me. shoulder yes literally and yeah the scorpio is like bro fuck all these people don't talk to them like <laughs> yeah it's it's really fun because <laughs> the reason why i don't go as many places is because of the scorpio uh, when i do go places the reason really why <laughs> no <laughs> i mean it's entertaining in its own right you know because the reason why i don't go as many places is because of my scorpio son the reason why when I do go places, I'm like, oh my god, I loved her. She was the life of the party. I really liked her. Like that, that, those are my reviews for the most part. That's the Aquarius. Like, bitch, you finally let me out. Yes, like, <laughs> yeah, I have arrived. I'm here. <laughs> the room, the people, the places. Like, why were you hands keeping me locked in? <laughs> Gosh, I don't know. Right, because I'm a cynic or something. Yes, stop it. <laughs> mm-hmm. What about you, Rebecca? Which one you think you can just outright answer? Like, I feel like I'm sure in that one for me. Um, I mean, well, for that question, I don't think I close up. I think I actually do the same thing. When I go out, I go out. Yes. Yes. (laughs) When I'm here, I'm here. Yes. You say you But then there's that part of me that wants to be inside. All the time. Yes. So, yeah. I love it. It's like, ah, uh, freak out. But then after like, I've been outside out for too long, it's like, I'm so right, drained. I'm yes, good. yes. Literally oh, drained. I, I want little small bumps. Like, yeah. How they do bumps. Coke. I need little cameos outside. What was another question? Give me another one. Um, Do you tend to overcompensate for your perceived lacks? Yeah. Is it hard for you to be gentle and compassionate with yourself? Mm-hmm. For <laughs> the things that you lack? Yes, absolutely. I'm hard on myself. Yeah, I'm absolutely. definitely... 
obviously since is I that, realized is that I a, talk to myself, I'm very hard on Is myself. that a two-part question? No, it's two different questions. Two different. Oh, two different ones. Yeah. Do you what tend was, to overcompensate I do for overcompensate your perceived Because I'm hard on myself. And mm-hmm. I'm a people pleaser at my core. Like, I like to take care of people. I won't say people. I like to. I'm a caregiver. Yeah. So. Therefore, you're concerned about how they perceive you. Yeah. And you worry about that. So I want to come and show up best possible. Give I you think the best for experience. that question. So you are basically saying you give your representative all the time? Mm, I don't want to say representative. I feel like, you know, I'm multidimensional, you know? <laughs> But I, it feels I, I genuine. It's not that it's, I was about to say. Also, I feel like as a people pleaser, I feel like the mindset could be that you're possibly showing up wanting to only show your best qualities best because if you're time. feeling insecure or a little way about any other part of you, that's well, not coming out. It is not or, even just that. It's I'm in, in more. In situations that aren't as personal, I've learned to be detached in a way mm-hmm. where I will just show up to how you, you know, supposed to show up. Yeah, yeah, you I know, definitely agree like, with that. I like to get to know people, and it's natural for me to be able to automatically socialize to some level, socialize and anticipate people's needs. So I show up in that way. And do those things naturally, not like let me try to prove something. Yeah. But just because that's genuinely the kind of person I am. Yeah. But I know sometimes, depending on the scenario, it could be overdone. If I do Ooh, feel like word? I have an Yeah, what's the word? It could be a little excessive. Obsquise. Obsquious. Um, you yeah. just taught it to me. Obscubious. Obsequious. Obsequious. <laughs> Scooby Doo. In the past, I've been obsequious in weird situations. Definitely as a child, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's that at all. It's just you know, it's just I like taking care of people. Yeah. Now and then, whatever point I feel like it's too much or I'm drained, I'm done taking care of your ass. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like as for me, I don't think that I probably thought about perception as much as I do now. Because I'm looking to, like, get feedback so I can grow and change. You know what I'm saying? As difficult as hearing it may be, I'm in a place where I'm, like, open to the process of change and the process of growth. Whereas before, I was just oblivious to a lot of ways that I have, a lot of my qualities, good and bad, you know, to the point where people point out a positive quality in me and and I'd be like, really, for real? I do that? You see that? You hear that? Because I'm just being. And then the same thing would go with something negative. I might say something and that wasn't the intent or the style, but it still comes off as that. Like, damn, I said like that. I made you feel like that. I came off like that. So I think now that I'm being more observant within myself, I do care about the way that I'm perceived because... I want to be aware of how I make people feel at every interaction and every avenue with me. Yeah, I completely agree. Because yeah. you but sometimes the same I'm obsessed me. about that. Yeah, you can't. Like, I can find myself obsessing about that because ultimately I feel like, to some extent, your perception, how people perceive you is a little bit of your legacy. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? So, yeah, if I'm absolutely. coming off as this angry black woman, then... 
that's what nine times out of ten they're gonna remember me being coming off that way but that's not just who i am in general and i i have this perception of oh you know she's kind she's giving she's all of these great qualities then essentially i feel like that's how i want to show up all the time Mm -hmm. but yeah i don't show up at all so I yes. feel like essentially Stop it boils it. down to I mean, I show up, but it's I've just gotten very comfortable in not showing up at all. What do you mean? Like, I mean, it's been several times that I've been invited to things, to network, oh, and do not things. Sh- okay. Like, literally not showing up. Ghost. Because I've overthought it. Like, oh, of of how I will show up. Yeah, of how I'm going to show up, how I'm going to be perceived. Yeah. How, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so for me, I've, I just feel like at the back of my mind, the best thing that I can go with is my intention and that's all and that's it at the end of the day you can be your be- you can put your absolute best self forward and somebody could still have a negative thing to say <laughs> mm-hmm. there's always gonna be yeah, somebody always be somebody negative. you can put up a, f- a fucking youtube video and it'll be up for an hour and a half and have 15 views and two of them will be a thumbs down like you really went out of your way to thumbs down this video for no reason like like you really just didn't like it. Why the fuck did you click on it? Because obviously, whatever the title was, would let you know. Right. The genre, just style, no category. Now, if I'm over here looking for something and you just do something all the way wrong, and it's just like, okay, I understand. Everything is not for everybody. Everybody got their own recipe for potato salad. Everybody yeah. got their own recipe for dressing. Just because you do it one way doesn't make it wrong. So, in just that sense alone, if you put, oh, uh, bet you put carrots in your dressing, hell no, thumbs down. I'm like, that's. <laughs> A, well, opinion. it's a personal perception. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Yeah, because there are certain types of videos I watch, and there has been few and very far between. Like maybe on one hand I can count. I have thumbs down a video. Yeah. Like I don't know what you think you're doing, but I don't like it here. Yes. <laughs> no thanks. Don't bring nothing else like this across my path. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but I feel like I can understand how the thought of how other people might take me. Or could take you in a situation, especially in a place of networking. Like, I don't know anybody here or whatever, but I feel like that's also your opportunity to be you. When nobody knows you, if you don't like how you showed up last time, you get to try to fuck again. Like, you ain't married to these people. You're not married to their opinions. You're not married to their... You're not handing out a survey at the end. You don't have to know nothing about what they think of you. You know what I'm saying? So, you know... We can get out of our own heads in that respect, but I will revisit those questions. Sounds like a good thing to just analyze and... Girl, you be doing the most. (laughs) A little self-growth moment. Yeah. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Please. Yeah, but also with this um, moon, it's definitely a time to do all of the above. And make sure you take time to self-preserve. Or self-nourish yes. yourself. So, that wraps up horror stories for this week. Toodaloo! <laughs> 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 that wraps up horror stories and we'll be back with the next thing. Oh, okay. I'll be forgetting that we'll be back. Yeah. Okay. It's like, we'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all like this shit. <laughs> Right, everybody.
everybody, we are back and it is now time for advice and or grievances. Yay. <laughs> first things first, do either of you have a grievance, need advice, or should we just go into this one that I have here? Go into this one you have. Okay. So, this is a woman, Brandy is asking if she wrong for what she did to like punish her daughter for breaking and stealing someone's phone. So her daughter's 12 and Brandy says herself that her 12 year old is the most spoiled entitled girl in the world and that her grandmother is to blame because she gives her everything even when I say no. like, And that has caused her to be spoiled and entitled her daughter is also a huge bully in school and she what? was unaware of all of these things until the, she got a call from from work saying that the daughter was in trouble for bullying so she had to leave work and head over to the school and then she gets to the principal's office where she sees her daughter and another girl who's in tears. The principal tells her that her daughter, she didn't say her name, but I'm going to call her Veruca. That's what oh. she sound like. <laughs> <laughs> you know who Veruca is. I know who she is. She said spoiled and entitled. That sound yeah, like Veruca to me. Who is Veruca? Veruca Plume or Blum, Plum from um, oh, Charlie Willy Wonka. No, well, from Willy, Willy Wonka. Wonka. Yeah, Charlie was. I never knew her name. The remix, Veruca, the the one who turned into a big blueberry or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, her spoiled and entitled. Veruca, so she sees Veruca sitting next to another girl in tears, and basically, (laughs) (laughs) the principal tells her that her that Veruca took the girl's phone and broke it right in front of her. The girl screamed so loud that security had to come and intervene. They tell me that this is not the first time that they caught her bullying, but this one crossed the line. They suspended her from school. Now, Mm -hmm. Grant said, that could be a felony. I don't know if that little girl know that, but... I mean, if her parents wanted to press charges, she could. The other little girl, potentially, yes. Yeah. Um, They suspended her. The little girl's parents sent her a bill to buy her a new phone. Right. And I was fucking pissed. Mm -hmm. I screamed at her the whole way home. I told her the punishment. Not only was she grounded for the rest of the school year, but I also took her brand new iPhone 13 that my mom, her grandmother, gave her. Mm -hmm. And I decided to make my daughter write a whole ass apology. I made her clear out her phone and factory reset it as she's going to give it to that other little girl. Yep. Her eyes started to flash flood. <laughs> and she threw a tantrum. She finished her note and put the phone and $20 from her birthday money in the envelope. <laughs> Three weeks later, my daughter goes up to the girl and gives her the note in the envelope because she'd been suspended for, mm-hmm. I guess, three right. weeks. That same day, my daughter calls up my mom with a landline. And makes up a bullshit ass story that I gave her phone away for no reason. Oh, wow. 30 minutes later, my mom comes and takes my daughter to stay with her for however long she wants. 
My mom also told the rest of the family, and now none of them want anything to do with me. I had to tell everyone the real story. They still call me an asshole and how extreme for how extreme the punishment was, saying that I should have just taken her phone or scolded her or something for like that. For breaking someone else's I phone? I feel like I should have just taken, or feel like I should have just taken her birthday money. Am I wrong for what I did? No. 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 All your whole anything, family is you're wrong the for family? allowing your family to intervene on how you raise your child. Yes. Call police. I mean, from step one, <laughs> grandma is in the wrong. You ain't no way you finna come to my house and take my child out because you don't like the punishment that I gave them. Right. Like, Especially that, to this. That, that, if I that tell you happened, no, that's exactly what I mean. No. That's happened in my life before. My, yeah. My, I Where grandparents have intervened? My Absolutely. brother did some things where he literally lied on me and got me in some of the worst trouble I've ever been in. He had no reason to lie other than the fact that he was the one who actually did what was being questioned. Mm. And he literally said, no, I saw her do it. Oh, damn. Like, straight up lied on me and said it was me. And my mom was getting more pissed because she like, why would he lie and say it's you if you didn't do it? And why are you still sitting here lying and saying it wasn't you? Oh, wow. So, yeah. And when my mom finally realized that I was indeed telling the truth... She felt mad for several reasons, you know. She trusted, she didn't listen to me, even though I was telling her something. Right. She trusted his word over mine, and he was the one who was lying. And then the fact that he not only didn't just accept the blame, you watched me get into more and more and more trouble because you were lying. She was even more mad at him, you know. And his grandma came and picked him up because... She didn't want him to face the consequences of what was going to happen or what could have happened after I got in all the trouble that I got in. And it was definitely physical punishment involved in that, too. So, like, yeah, I witnessed that. And I just feel like that spoiled and entitled is something that he's still grasping with right now today. So I feel like those are the kind of things you have to train inside your child. First of all, why are you bullying why? Yeah, why? Who do you think if you, you are? If you are one of these children that get any and everything you want, what is there to bully? At the end of the day, I'm pretty sure something going on. I'm going to beat your ass. At right. the end of the day, I'm pretty sure there's something going on. There has to be there's something no else reason for your behavior. And the they fact that you're manipulative enough to know that you can call your grandma, you do this consistently. Yep. You're, I don't feel like you're wrong in any way. Most of the problem right there that she has escaped. She's done it and she's gotten away with it. So it's like, this is my norm now. I feel like. But then also, I feel like the parent is present enough in the school to only just be hearing about it. Well, if the school hasn't reported, this is the first time the school is saying, if it's something is happening, it's escalated to now, I'm going to call your mom. Because if a kid is being rude on the playground or bullying, a teacher can say, hey, cut that out. You go over there. This is your warning type stuff. Yeah, but Before, I feel like the extreme behavior this child is exhibiting. I mean, at this point. At this age, too. Mm-hmm. This isn't something that's new. You know what? Maybe the other kid didn't report it either. Yeah. Maybe the teacher and the school got involved once it got escalated. 
They, the, I mean, I've been bullied in the past, so I know for a fact. And it's learned behavior. When you, you get to a certain fact, point and it's not of you being just bullied, wake up in middle school and all of a sudden you now bullied. Well, sometimes that it you've done it several times before. Or sometimes they be bullied. They They're get bullied raged. by other people, and they don't know how to. They only emulate what they see. If you got a a dad, for example, who is verbally abusive, who always calling you dickwad, this, that, and the third. You see somebody else in a school who you feel like you can put that resentment and anger and whatever you're carrying on, you do. Most bullies that I've seen, just if you look at it from the psychological standpoint, it's the background. Yeah, it might definitely. not be the parent. I was a bully when I was in elementary it school. might not be the parent. It might not have anything to do with anything other than this is where I feel like I can yeah. have some control over yeah. what I do and say and how I act. And being a badass is. They easier feel like than that doing what you want me to do or whatever. Yeah. You know, who knows the reason, but there's always some underlying bullshit. Oh, I know. As to why. However, every bully get they... Karma. Yes. Yep. Get they every they bully get their karma. They Absolutely. don't stay bullies. <laughs> Whoever you fuck with, you gonna fuck with the wrong person and they gonna get your ass back or... Be careful. You gonna, learn and, you gonna learn and grow because you see... Mm -hmm. <laughs> You've seen somebody else get the shaft. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You don't learn sugar from salt. Hello. <laughs> but yeah, I don't I don't think you're wrong at all, Brandy. I think you need to check your family. Yep, check your family. I think definitely grandma, because she definitely overstepping some boundaries. Yeah. Y'all gonna end up on Dr. Phil if not. You sound like a handful. Two yeah. handfuls. Mm -hmm. And this is at twelve. Right. She old enough to know better. She doing it on purpose. Mm -hmm. Like that is, but this is the type of stuff that I'm talking about that I've seen with some of these other children that I've been around, that I've taught, that I've, you know, they are manipulative at very early ages. And when they realize by three and four that you're if all I taught, this, I can get this. they're going to do it every single yeah. time. And they're going to up the ante every single time because naturally, naturally, that is what children do. Yeah. Children don't have a real barometer of like how far I can go until they test the water. As a parent, you set up that boundary and yeah. they know, oh hell no. So if you for the first fifteen years of their life don't give them no real boundary and parameter of what they're gonna do or what the consequence could be, you gonna look up and they're at a place doing shit that you don't even recognize because mm -hmm. you didn't check the little stuff. Like those privileged kids on that new show on Netflix, something mountain. Heard, when they got heard when, of it. When they yeah. got expelled to the mountain. And no, it's, I don't know if they got expelled or anything, but they said that the families take these um, snowflakes. Yes, I watched the whole the season already. Kids and dump them in the mountains. I watched the entire season already. Yeah. It was really good. It, really? I binge watched it. I watched it in one day, literally. Okay. <laughs> it was really good. Um, and I like, you know, social experiments, things like that, but also watching them literally grow up because they were in a position where... I'm I'm just not gonna work. I'm not gonna do this. They have to. I didn't. They didn't. They didn't have that expectation. And now the parents looked up and like, I created this monster, but I don't I mean, want to deal with this no it. more. <laughs> now at 21 and 26, like well, when are you gonna move out? Like what you the fuck? Almost 30. Right. But you know they get it together. Anybody else? Well, I do have a piece of advice I'd like. <laughs> So as of late, my son has been showing interest in girls. Okay. And he's eight. And 
the girls have been showing interest in him as well. Okay. So it's been suggested that I have the sex talk. The sex talk. Yep. What should that look like? I don't know. Or sound like, I say. I think that that is a good space to gauge what he knows or what you think he knows. Because liking somebody is attraction at this age. Yes. You look like something I like, you know, right now. Well, also just knowing that there are girls his age also showing interest in him. And how much more they'll probably know. Yeah, for sure. And... Yeah, I feel like the initial conversation I feel like would be like gauging kind of gauge knows. where he is. I'm asking you, like, yeah. so how many girls you like? Is this your girlfriend? How you know that's your girlfriend? What girlfriend and boyfriend do? Yeah, I've had these like, conversations. Like yeah, absolutely. So, what is his response. reasoning and response? You feel like he's mature a- enough to handle a sex talk, or you feel like I mean, what's like- his response? Because that's gonna let you gauge right there. His response is like first. <laughs> At one point, he told me he had seven girlfriends. Okay, so what you do with these seven girlfriends? Not collecting them. Exactly. (laughs) That's exactly what he does with them. Talk to them. We sit by each other at school. We just like each other. Really, is what it boiled down to. When you sit by each other, do y'all... Peer pressure as well. They don't do nothing. They just like each other. They think each other... But I'm saying, do y'all try to hold hands? Do you try... Like... Because if we're crossing a boundary of physical touch, then we might have to further the conversation. Yeah. Well, they not doing see. nothing and just, just sitting next to each other, holding hands, friend. leaning on each other. We like each other. If we sitting by each other, are we sitting by each other with a hand on a knee? Are we sitting up by each other well, trying they, to I, squeeze, I, I, sneak I, I, past and him being a guy? A boy, he's not that thoughtful to be able to articulate that. I don't believe. That's why like the prompt of questioning, you know? Uh, I don't be one. Are you like, okay. I mean, he's already saying that he sit next to them at lunch. So that's so just what the you, next, He didn't say at lunch. She just saying. I sit next to them. How you sit next to them? Where are you sitting at? When you sit next to them, are y'all you know, Are y'all sitting next to each other in the library on the floor? Like, this is the thing. Yeah. It's in school. And the school they go to, they don't have that much free time. So it's not like hanging out. You know what I mean? So... I guess. I think it's still a good way to gauge what's going on because you ain't got to... We was all in school before. So we was all supervised, hugging, but it's still space to so if they're hugging squeeze an ass then, or I mean, whatever. Kindergartners hump each other during that yes, time. Yes, exactly. Okay, so then what? Then that's a conversation. That's you have to meet where, the him com- where he is. Yes, but I think... As be, far as touching-wise. Right. We're not, not touching the little girls, period. Do, do you know that when you, you know, start talking about touch, positive negative touch, you can't put your hands on other people. You might want to. I know the way that we show affection in this home is with the touch way we show and we're family home, and whatever. Family. And you might have seen other people who like and love each other show touch in those ways. However, those are two consenting adults. Adults, keyword. Mm-hmm. Adults. Consenting also because you might just do some shit because you think you're supposed to. And a little girl might just let you because she thinks she's supposed to or vice versa. Okay. And it's inappropriate. Yes. Okay. I, know I, inappropriate I totally is. agree with all those. Mm-hmm. However, what information should I, to what degree should I go with giving him information? Because you know at the end of the day. You can kind of gauge that based on his conversation. You don't want yeah. response. You don't want to give him too much too soon. However, you ain't going to be like, yeah, because if she let you rub on her thigh right now, she going to let you play with her pussy later. Like, we ain't taking it that far. (laughs) 
at all because it's, it's not necessary. So how do I know? I mean, he's aware of the private talk. part. Like, you're gonna right? always have the sex talk until he coming to you to have a sex talk. This is an ongoing thing, right? Is he aware of the private conversation? As far as good touch and bad touch, good touch, bad touch, yeah. male anatomy, female anatomy, like he know that there's a I difference. Don't, I don't. I, he knows that boys and girls have different parts. Right. And he knows we don't touch private parts. Because, I mean, even between him and his brother, it's like, don't be trying to touch me there or look at me. Right. So, definitely, he knows. I think I would just start there and reiterate that to make sure that yeah. he really knows that. So, should I be giving men him and women are different, an, so we know anatomical terms more detailed like that? If that makes you comfortable. I mean, I don't feel like we're actually need to be actively thinking about the act of sexual engagement but i think asking him questions and starting from keeping parameters around eight sex girls are starting about yeah girls are starting period so So that's why i'm like do i offer it or i wait you can ask him because i know he's seen you ever heard about sex Um, you ever talk about that with your friends what did y'all say Find out what it is. If I mean, he talk about kids are a little bit more advanced than we were, or so ask him, this, or they still might be clueless. They might be advanced in the form that they talking about it, but they still might not know shit. Right. I heard if you finger a girl, she can get pregnant. Like kids, yes, that. <laughs> shit that like that. Energy. <laughs> shit, no, but shit like that. They be thinking they know, and they like, yeah, they she don't gonna have my baby, and they nine doing the wrong shit. <laughs> Now, these kids these days do have tablets and internet and phones right. and shit. So, they're probably seeing way, 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 way more. However, you, you, know, what, you know what your you know child what is saying. Well, yeah. So, you can ask him questions. And again, if he answer it a certain way, you're going to know if there's more to unlock or if it's just like that nigga don't know. I nothing. guess I'm doubtful, <laughs> I will know. That's why I'm asking because I'm like, I don't think you should I doubt feel, yourself. I feel like you will know. The when same way intuition. how you know if they lying. If you ask them a question and you like, did you do this? And they're like... You gonna know they lying the same way. Like if I'm asking you, have you talked about sex with your friends? If he feel like it's inappropriate, he probably gonna do some goofy ass response anyway. You know, versus he be kind of dry. Oh, no, what? Stuff. Like no. You sure? <laughs> okay then. I keep asking. I mean, then keep asking. <laughs> you sure? Not at all. Only reason why I'm asking you because kids don't know shit and I know everything. So if you want the real tea, I'm trying to let you know. <laughs> Which you are. Right. Which you really very much are. I'm trying to let you know the truth. And you can still gauge how deep, how far, how much, how explicit, how Is he like the type of child that's going to ask questions? Yeah, he talk a lot. So, I don't know if he's got to questioning as much. Okay. I feel like, at this point, the she asking the questions... At the end, he might he might have a question after that, and right. I mean, but that's opening the door for a safe dialogue. That's what you want him to do. You don't want him talking to nobody home to them. And God forbid he asks his daddy. That's my thing. <laughs> I don't really trust some of the other resources. <laughs> yeah. So and. Well, models. you know what you need to do. So that's or at least give sure him, him two sides punch. of the coin at all times, you know. What does that look like? I don't understand. Because you're also giving him a perspective from a woman. You, you give that's him, what I'm that's saying. That's what I'm saying. Two sides of the coin. There's one perspective that he's going to get from a male as a male and through his father. And it's probably going to be more so of a show and tell type of thing. Because do you think or you just a show and, and type have a of conversation thing. with him? Right. Ain't it's no like tell. A, 
this what this, this what you do. This what you see. Right. Oh God. Okay. So at least he'll have a little bit of logic to put with it. So that. you say drink some more tequila. Got it. <laughs> Niggas gonna be on some shit like, yeah, boy, you, you ain't got you no little piece of pussy yet. Like that's I feel like that's how dudes are parenting. Oh no. <laughs> Not at this age, they but I'm not be. not at this age, but I'm saying when they finally do have the conversation, like it's dumb as hell. Yeah, not all the time, but I just feel like I can see these are uninvolved humans or just people who think that really matters. Like I, mean, I don't know, I didn't necessarily have a sex talk wrong. We're talking about Bridgerton. Even my I had an eighteen ninety two and they're talk. like oh my god and then I had we didn't take you to the brothels I had anything I had my he was literally talking about class. taking his sixteen year old brother to the brothels like oh god it's my fault I didn't tell you anything about women or sex <laughs> that's their experience get it in get it done have it you gotta do it as much as you can before well yeah because the dude thought had uh what you call it thinking that she that he can't bear kids right. Because that that's how she they, was young and naive. But that's how they do the women, try to keep them in the dark like that and mm-hmm. then have the men fucking prostitutes since they twelve. The fuck? Oh Exactly. <laughs> Jesus, I'm Jesus, scared. Jesus. Well, I do have a little bit of a grievance. What? Whistle. It's real small. Just, you know, be careful out here in these Atlanta streets driving because somebody sides like my car on motherfucking seventy five. Stop it. Yeah. Try to. Literally tried to. Because I was in the far right lane and I was traveling north or whatever. And as I was traveling north just in the lane, I was in the car with my cousin. So we in the car and we talking. We mm-hmm. da 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 you know, talking. And then to the right of me, I just feel zzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzz
get it fixed. Yes. But now my door is making that dumb click sound again. The same sound that oh. I have. Like every time I open it. It's but it's like, going to get fixed. Pop. pop. I'm like, but you're right. You got to be careful out here. Defensive driving is a thing, you guys. It you is. You take a class and it'll actually reduce your insurance, right? If you're. Yeah, it reduces it like 10%. Something. Maybe more. That's lunch also, every month. Also, um, they got them online for like. Nineteen ninety nine, twenty five ninety nine, fifty ninety nine. Yeah, but anyway, that's it for advice and grievances. Do you have an affirmation to send us on home? I do. In the spirit of our main topic for eleven eleven about water, mm. the affirmation is: I am in the flow like water. <laughs> I am in the flow. I am in the flow like water. Oh wait. <laughs> oh my gosh you just made me think of that video I saw of those African women women drumming on the river like they were in the water and they were beating on the water and Ooh, making a literal drum pattern it was amazing it. I gotta find it now anyway that wraps up this week's episode of Spiritually Clatchet we love you and we will catch you later, later. ciao